Welcome to the Shmuel Tenenhaus podcast. My name is Shmuel Tenenhaus. This is my podcast. But enough about me. Here in my studio, I have the proudest Jew ever, a very funny and talented young woman. Her name is comedian Chani Lisbon. Chani is the producer of Unorthodox Comedy. Chani? Hello. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Hello. That was just such a fun intro. Hello. I'm all those things. Proud Jew, young, comedian, producer. Very funny. Very, did, you, did you say funny? I don't remember I said that. very funny and very oh, talented. Very funny, yes, obviously, and, and talented, yeah. Isn't right. it amazing that negative things we remember, but positive things just like, like Wait, never happened? what was the negative thing you said? No, there was nothing <laughs> negative. It was only positive, but you didn't even remember I said funny and talented. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even It doesn't even so. register. Like didn't compliments don't register. Didn't they just like it. that. Um, Thank you. What a beautiful introduction. Can you imagine someone did that every time I walked into a room? Uh, that you should have somebody follow you, pay the I minimum wage. I would love you can that. Hire somebody from the Philippines, like a an a, like executive an AI assistant. Situation. Yeah, yeah. Anybody listening is looking for some, you know, part-time work. They can follow Hani Lisbon around and just make a grand entry whenever you walk and into just somewhere. Just say whatever Shmuley just said. A hundred percent. Every time I walk into a room, because honestly, now I feel like j- gypped if I don't get that. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Let's okay? jump in. Um, my sister. Amongst other people, think you're funny. Oh, Obviously, that makes me feel very insecure because a person <laughs> needs to only have a few funny people in their life, and now you're taking up the slots. What do you have to say about that? Wow. Okay. So your sister did come to my show a couple of weeks ago, okay. and I did happen to notice her laughing. Yeah, she's a great laugher. For by the way, most of the yeah, show, she's, yeah. she was wearing a. By the way, I thought she was just, uh, just laughs for family, but no, I see no, what's no, happening. She here. enjoyed it. She was wearing a beautiful hat. Love her style. Okay. Um, and her husband was laughing too. Absolutely. Well, he, if she laughs, he has to laugh because I don't that's think the it works like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting married. He doesn't so. have his own uh, comedy <clears throat> genre of what he likes. Yeah. Basically, okay. if his wife is laughing, he's laughing. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that she had a good time because, you know, we met a couple times and then I invited her to the show when I was at her Shabbos meal and like a couple people from her meal came to the show. Wow. That's a That is one of the most successful Shabbos meals ever. Ever. Amazing. Amazing. We transitioned into ticket sales. You have to tell her, Hey, next time I'm coming over, can you invite some more people? Can you, can we bring out the folding table? Like, why are you limiting yourself? Uh, what's with the scarcity? No, literally, it was so beautiful. And I, I didn't check in with the other couple if they had a good time, but I did see them laughing. Okay, good, good, good. I, I, I would assume yeah, yeah, anybody yeah. asked for a refund. like, I only got like 20, 30 laughs no, out of it. No, I was expecting no 60, we also, 70. No, we also don't give refunds. But okay. Yeah. Amazing. It was a fun night. It was at the House of More, and we're, I do a monthly show. I produce a monthly show called Unorthodox Comedy. I've been doing that for about a year and a half okay. in New York. Wow. And now that I'm here for the winter in Where's South here? Florida. Okay, South, South Florida. Florida. Just specify where you are because I, as let an international give... podcaster, I'm always yeah, yeah, everywhere so in the world. Let me just take out a pen. Let me give you my address. Okay, yeah. Um, I am in South Florida, and I decided that's what Hashem told me to do is like produce comedy shows. So I'm doing them here. This Did is... you actually hear a voice or you just uh, yeah, it's a boss uh, call. an intuition? It's a boss call. Okay. okay? And um, By so the way, you know boss call is, fe- is feminine. Feminine, yeah, correct. Is... So, yeah, it seems like we went straight to pronouns. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I've done two so Isn't far. Isn't it amazing that Hashem has pronouns? In Florida. Yeah. 
And um, we're going to do a third one in two weeks, February twenty wow. fifth on Sunday. Okay. And um, where's it? I and mean, you're going to be performing. God willing, that's what. What do you mean, God willing? Uh, Hashem is willing. Are you? Hashem. Yes. Um, we're going to do that. Okay. Afterwards, yeah. you'll get me uh, like a link or something that I can post if people want to. Hundred percent ticket link. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, so let's. I would like to start off with a rather very serious thing. Oh, okay. Um, not not this, but my question is. Um, last time I met you, uh-huh. you were you had a very very ambitious goal of hitting ten thousand Instagram followers. <gasps> How is that going? Oh, so hurtful! Ooh, right in the stomach. No, no, no. This is we're gonna go straight to right it right now. Right in the stomach. I was in a race with my friend. Okay. We started okay. for a race to ten k followers. At the time, we both had eight thousand. She had seven hundred. I think I had six hundred. Okay. Eight thousand six hundred. She's at ten thousand one hundred. I am at 9,832. Okay. I saw when you met my cousin, you said, hey, I'm a comedian. Would you like to follow me on Instagram? That was your intro line. I loved it. Give you like, right now, I have at least 10, 15 people. By the way, I have have 210 Instagram followers. You have like 50, more than 50 times. Yeah, Yeah, like 50 times the Instagram followers I have. It feels very good, I have to say. But if any of my 210 people want to put you over the top, but it's possible possible we have overlapping. We probably do have a little bit overlap because we're both Lubavitch and believe in the Rebbe. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's possible I have some non-Chabad friends who follow me on Instagram too. I'm happy to take non-Chabad followers. Okay, so make your best, like, if now, like, you're doing an appeal now, like the United uh, no. Jewish Appeal. And I'm just saying, it's like, why should somebody follow you on Instagram? Why should like, they? Yeah. Why I mean, shouldn't they? That's true. Okay, that's wow, it. Wow, okay, here so, we go. No, no, no. Okay, same. here's the thing. Here's okay. what I'm giving you. Okay, tell, tell us Fun what you're giving. Fun content every single day, rooted in Yiddishkeit. Wow. Humor, random wardrobe slash weather updates that are only relevant to the people living in my city and really not even them. Okay. But they're based on Basically, what I'm wearing. Geolocal. Yeah. On your on your street. Yeah, literally. like if you live on my street, you might want to watch my weather update. I sing Avram Fried in the shower. Oh wow. And I film it. What? And I no. don't film myself in the shower. Got you it, just got hear it. the singing. Okay, that's nice. Avram Fried does have a restraining order against me. It's <laughs> fine. I'm working through that in therapy. You should do a collab with him, by the way. He will not take my calls. <laughs> okay. Um, yep. He sees me on the street and he runs. In the, I'm kidding. He doesn't, but that's how it feels. Okay. <laughs> I've anyway. So we're gonna keep moving. Um. Why should you follow me? Um, I like what you said. Why yeah, not? Yeah, why not? Like what? what it's what, one it, follow. It also, does it cost them any money? No. Cost them any time? No. I mean, they're going to want to be spending as much time as possible. 100%. Okay. Also, I do a lot of singing Jewish songs, which is like, I don't dress for them, so it's like very unexpected. Got it. Okay. So it's like, wait, she's wearing shorts, but she's saying brachas. Like, it's like, none of it makes sense. But for me, this is how I connect to Yiddish. It's a di- dichotomy. Yeah. And it feels like home in a way that feels comfortable for me. I have a question. Yes. Before you said 100, then you said 100%. I know these days people are just saying 100. Like, that's the cool way to say it. You drop the percent, right? Right. When did that happen? I think it happened about two and a half years ago. COVID, it was COVID related? It was COVID. People were just lazy and they weren't finishing sentences. <laughs> they were basically in pajamas all day. The same way when you ask anybody under 27, how was? How was what? They exactly. don't finish the sentence. Or just how. How was. How. I'm like, how was what? Donna? I don't even answer questions like that because I find it lazy. Finish the sentence. Offensive. How was what? Like, how was. was. Yeah, okay. How was what? Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I do know. I actually, I, I am actually the person who I ask how was because I, I, I don't feel that we should limit, you know, 
to a situation. Just it could be whatever somebody wants to describe what what was. No. You, it was a, could be a guy was a it was a bowel movement. How was like? I agree to just let's agree to disagree because okay, we're not going to see eye to eye on this. Okay, we're not. Going I'm glad to. that was one of the questions. Okay, so that was none of the questions. I do have a list of questions, and if I can read them, if I can actually read my own handwriting, I'll be able to ask you questions. And just so you know, if there's a question you want to. Skip, just say, let's skip this question. Let's go on to the next that question. That seems reasonable. Okay, I try to have the most reasonable thing here. So my question is, when did you start doing or performing stand-up comedy? That's a very easy question. Great. I, no, no, what I do is I start with the easy ones oh, and towards the end. Jump into like, what happened easy, with your mother? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Tell me a time when you... Okay, so 2009. Wow. That's, That's a, before COVID. That's a long time ago. Okay, Wow. I took a stand-up class, like a six-week course, where at the end of the course, you come out with just five minutes of material. Okay. And I did comedy after that class for like a couple of months. And then like a year later, I took another course. I just never felt ready to like get on stage without prepared material, which is you're not supposed to do. But like I didn't feel confident enough in my writing to write without the assistance of a class and the like structure of like every week you're going to come out with another joke and so i i, I took three classes okay is, three. It, is it is it only meant to be taken once yeah they're like what are you doing they're here? like hey honey <laughs> you're still here for Welcome your type back. five yeah no also i really loved the teacher Corey kahaney okay. she is also a jewish comedian she is hilarious she does like cruise ships and like galas and stuff like that so she really like we had a connection so i was like i really want to be under her like study tutelage, tutelage a word i've never yeah, used by the way yeah i do that sometimes i don't, I don't even, even know, know if that's what that a, means a word but i'm thinking no one's be. gonna correct us no and then i took it a third time but then i started doing improv okay again just scared improv of my is different than comedy. improv is just you know it you're improvising on the spot it's not written jokes before but i i did very unwell in that genre i you have to jump off the wall to like jump into a scene and I would just hang out on the wall. Like I was like, I'm going to watch. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't have the self-confidence. And and um, I also think it's a different it's, talent. It's a different, different skill. skill completely. I'm not good at it. Okay. Not good. It's good to know what you're good yeah, at. Yeah, don't ask me at. to do improv. Also watching improv for me is uncomfortable. Like yeah, I don't. I'm not, I'm never, you know, there was a TV show, Whose Line Is It Anyways? Yeah. It was all, I never really no. liked that No, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like not, I just, not it's not for me. me. Is there anybody Next. not Jewish who needs to be translated? Could be a few people, but those people will text me with like, what did that okay, mean? Got it, got it, like got that. It. Okay, got it, got it, got it. That just means I don't those want it. Those are for my Patreon subscribers who pay extra. I say niche means no. Okay. Um, by the way, if anybody's listening and you do want to subscribe to my Patreon for $100 a month where you get all access, Yiddish words translated for you, even if you're a Gentile, uh, this is just one tease of niche saying is uh, Aniloratzar, what you said? Yeah, that was Hebrew. That was Hebrew? Yeah. And that means I don't want. Yes. Great. Okay. Well, now you just gave it to them for free. I know. No, no. It's, it's, a, cool. teaser. it's, it's a, a teaser. It's a teaser. Got so it. This is, this is what they can expect when they this join my Patreon. This is what my, they can expect. Got Patreon. it. How many subscribers do you have? <laughs> to my uh, Patreon? Zero. But we're launching it right now. We're this, is, l- this, is this is the is launch. A, this is a launch moment. Okay. Um, it's a hard launch. So that stand-up class, that was the first th- your first yeah. intro to comedy. I did it just as like a fun thing to do. I was working at a job that I really didn't like. By the way, is, isn't that like... That's like, the that's the, the, the pull. Is yeah. it like you're in a place where you're not happy and you're like, I want to do something that makes me happy. Got it. Okay. In a million years, I never considered that I could be a full-time comedian. Okay. And now... I'm a full-time comedian. Amazing. What does it mean to be a full-time comedian? It means that I pay my bills with my comedy. Wow. That's what it means. I have other random gig jobs, but like Basically, I pay my bills 
by making people laugh. On your W two or your ten ninety nine. Yeah, it's says comedy. Comedy. I mean, I, I mean, I I have a spreadsheet of every gig that I get okay. and all the expenses, and I put aside twenty five percent for taxes every gig and. It's, In case the IRS is listening to this podcast. No, no, no. I, 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 I track everything, even okay. like the cash. I, I'm just like a very honest person. So okay. I do that. And all of the money that came in was from comedy. Okay. And all your expenses are legit? I'm just wondering. 100%. Okay. 100%. You're not just going out to eat and then you're thinking no, about some folks while you're no. doing it and trying to but get No, but that's material. actually a great idea. Thank okay. you. I'm going to start do that doing all it. the time. I'm not going to do that. But like, you know, a manicure for the show, 100% legit. Yeah, 100%. You can't just show up like that. You, you need a manicure. 100%. With the Star of David on your nails, obviously. Yep. It's good that it's not your middle finger. This it's is, just your, yeah, this is news. This is what I got since It's then. just your okay. ring finger. But so, and then why specific? Meaning you must, you have to realize like, hey, maybe I should give this a shot. Like were people telling you back then, hey, you want to try no. this? Nobody, Nobody said that. Nobody said that. <laughs> okay. I was friends with someone at the time who had just been to a friend of hers graduation show and she was like I think you would be good at that just take the class so I took the class at the graduation I had like 50 to 70 friends in the audience I did five minutes it was the best set of my life my first time performing ever it was on everything's been downhill basically since then I put it on YouTube it went viral for the Jewish community but it's not on YouTube anymore, unfortunately, but it it got I think like fifty thousand. By the views. way, why is it not on YouTube? I'm so curious I know. about that. I, I'll tell you why. Was it filthy? It, no. What? Someone in my family asked me to take it down years later. Okay. They thought it was a bad, like it was like giving us a bad name, and I was like, that is not the reason our family's getting a bad <laughs> name. You're saying they are, they can do that independently. Yeah, on my, YouTube, my so. my comedy was fine. You know, okay. um, it was not dirty. Um, but yeah, so um, that was then, and then. The, reason, the, the transition happened in COVID. I started getting calls to do comedy and getting paid money. And I was like, wait, what? You're going to pay for this? U.S. currency. <laughs> yeah. YU College called me. And they're like, hey, do you want to do a set? How did they know about you? Thank you for that question. No, I'm sorry. No, that's like, a valid question. How you? did they know about yes. me? My cousin was in YU. And she was like, they were looking for a comedian. And she was like, oh, my cousin's a comedian. And so they hired me. Do you know this, like... There's a different spelling for comedian. I like comedian like regular. I don't like the feminine. The N N E. I don't like that. that. I find Why don't that you like I, about just, it? I just. I just. You just want to be like a, a, amongst I'm a, peers. I'm, I'm not a woman comedian. I'm a comedian. Got it. Okay. So you're saying it's, gen- it's you see not a gender. I, it's, no. It's not. It's a gender fluid type situation where you're just a comedian. I'm gender fluid, so I just prefer to be a comedian. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm not gender fluid. When did you? So COVID is when you like. Co- Twenty twenty one. So interesting because a lot of people have made like COVID ended up like pushing them and not me, but they're pushing them in one direction <laughs> yeah. or another. Like it's, it's so this was the first year twenty the 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 year of twenty twenty three is the first year that all of my bills were paid with with comedy. So I started getting paid for comedy in twenty twenty one, but I transitioned in twenty twenty three. You also mentioned that you do birthday parties, which I'm sure yeah. is a popular thing. Yeah, I do birthday parties, shava brachas. Do you have to? Jump out of a cake at a party? Or? I've done that. You serious? No. Okay. But it sounds like something I want to do, so yeah, I just yeah. I lied. I don't know. I thought. Yeah, I no, it would be a nice, I've a never, spectacular you know what? entrance. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I saw a movie a week, a couple weeks ago, a show, whatever, where they had to find someone to jump out of the cake. You don't actually get dirty. There's like a special cake that you jump out of where you don't get cake on yourself. I thought you're jumping out of a cake that you're like actually in a cake. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, me too. Actually, that's, <laughs> it's not I true. can't believe it's a cardboard box. What? It's like not a big deal. Like you could just buy one like online. I think I need to just take a 
break right now. Jumping out of a cake doesn't mean what it what you think it means. Got it. Okay. It's just cardboard. Yeah, I remember there was a TV show called uh, Repo Man, where it's my favorite it. show where they repossess cars, <laughs> and um, like when I found out that it was not real and it was actors, oh, you, I was you devastated. Lost your mind. I was yeah. devastated. My wife remembers. That was my favorite TV show. You sat shiva what? It was just hard. It was just in a bad, just in a bad mood. Wore, I wore sackcloth. I didn't actually <laughs> do anything. Did you Did you burn eggs and eat the ashes? No, no, no. Okay. I, I just wore slippers around the house. But so, that's the usual, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's just a regular um, Sunday. Cover up, cover up the mirrors in the house. <laughs> so now, so something you told me last time I was speaking to you. It's my only my second conversation with you. Ever. Ever. So, you told me that since October seventh, you're pretty much just. Jew, you're focusing on Jewish audiences. Correct. Explain that to me. Like why? Explain like, that. Yeah, if you can. Like we're like what's the yeah. motivation or like a hundred percent. So I, the show that I produce is called Unorthodox Comedy. It's typically held in a show. Okay. Right. I just think there's something funny about the juxtaposition about doing comedy in a show, Got it, okay. especially growing up with. Especially if it's called unorthodox. Exactly. And it's in in the a synagogue. show. So that was already something I was doing for for six months, right, in New York, and now here. But the audiences weren't only Jews. I'm in recovery, so I would invite my sober friends. It would, I would just promote it everywhere. I didn't By care. The way, I hate when people try to drop that they're in recovery, like they're a better person. Oh yeah, than for sure, better than you. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you've been working on yourself, like for a very of, long time. I'm not time. in recovery. I'm still making mistakes. You're yeah, like I'm making mistakes that. every you've day. You've recovered. You've recovered. No, like, no, no. I'm in recovery. I'm still making mistakes, okay. but I just I make them sober now. Got it. Okay, good for you. <laughs> um, so. Something hit me, which was, A, I want to be employing Jewish comedians, meaning when I'm booking a show and booking talent, instead of just getting the people that I think are funny now, not that the Jewish people weren't funny, they always were, but I was like, oh, I just want to have other voices. Now, I only want Jewish comedians. Two reasons. One, I feel safer knowing that I know what their stance is on this war. I don't want to bring a comedian who's going to come in and mention anything oppositional to how we feel and how we feel in this space where you want to feel safe, right? So, like, if someone comes in and just starts making jokes in a way that I know wouldn't be taken well, that on, that's on me. That's my achrayas as the producer. I don't feel like that's a good idea. Got it. Okay. So that's number one. For me as a performer, again, it's like I want to be able to talk with what's going on in the world and what's going on with me. And if I go into a mixed crowd talking about the war, they don't know what war I'm talking about. You think it's the war on drugs? They don't know. I did a show in Miami, and I was flabbergasted. They were like, I was like, you know what war, right? They were like, hmm. So I'm wearing this Bring Them Home. I have the tape. I have the Star of David's, like all 15 of them. You also know, your nail. My has nail a... has a star. Like I'm so Jewish that for me to spend time describing what the war is and I know I don't have to talk about the war and if I get booked in a non-Jewish show I will do it but that's not yeah, my like focus you're saying, if, if non-Jewish people are throwing money at yeah, you yeah but the, here's the thing they the, want to pay you hand over fist the Jewish people are throwing money at me they wow. want me to be doing comedy they're inviting me to their Thanksgiving dinners they're inviting me to their birthday parties they're inviting me to their kumzises has, has that slowed down from October 7th no it's increased it's increased because people need laughter now and I think Jewish comedians are in high demand, yeah. specifically now. Um, and also not to like, you know, perpetuate a stereotype, but the Jews have a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And they're the ones that are hiring me for private gigs. And they also have a lot of jokes. A lot of Jews are comedians. So that's just like an in-house situation. Yeah, and they can it. relate to my material more. You know, I have a lot of jokes about is not Israel and people, you know, 
<laughs> I have topical jokes that are relevant to what's happening right now. And I think that I enjoy saying them. I can definitely go up and do 45 minutes of material that's not related to, to what's happening, but I feel like more connected to being present in the moment. I get it. So, and also, I think, not to use a cliche, this is about you being your authentic yeah, self. Yeah, 100. 100 percent. 100. Why did you say 100 percent? Because you did it so well. You said 100, and then you went, then you went back. You're to lucky I didn't say hundo p. Okay, people do that. Hundo p. Wow, it's not a good look for no. me. I'm way too old to be saying hundo p. Hundo p. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I have another question. Go ahead. Um, I have a lot of questions. Wow. Here. We hit, First of all, what we is hit your, two of them. Two. What is um, my sign? Have, no. no. What okay. is your uh, humor um, genre or the style of humor that you have. I've seen a, a couple things um, that you shared with me. Yeah. Um, I would say typically it's um, self-deprecating. Okay. But not in like a I hate myself way. More like an I'm going to just make my fun of myself. I'm like I the love that I have for myself is so deep. It's not that I'm making fun of myself. I just I poke fun at myself and I don't poke fun at other people. I used to think that being funny was like making fun of other people and it's actually, I think, is a really big talent to m make jokes and not have to offend anybody or put anybody down. Like That sounds so sad. I'm, I'm making fun of myself, it's I, fine, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like I'm not gonna like, I don't know, like, so I don't know. I, when, when you're doing self-deprecating humor, mm -hmm. how, do, how do you stay sane with your with your mental health because you're just basically up there poking jokes at yourself. And I'm just asking from my own perspective yeah. because I start buying into oh. whatever narrative I'm sharing. I don't know. It doesn't really affect my mental health because okay. I'm not like being mean to myself. I'm just like, I know that I think differently than most people. And so like, I'm, I feel like I just put a spotlight on that, you know? Also like my, my upbringing was so different than a lot of people I'm like I have 11 brothers and sisters you know like I'm 42 I'm single like there's a lot of dating life that I can share that's very funny you know what I mean it's sure. just stuff from my life I don't sh typically called, share on it's like called, it's called baggage is it <laughs> yeah, okay, just, okay 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 cool. <laughs> yeah my back is actually killing um yeah so I t I, I mo a lot of all of my stuff is personal I'm not no one could like steal my jokes because it's about me. Like it would be very funny. I mean, someone has stolen something that I said and it was hard to get over. But like for the most part, my stuff is like literally about me and it would be very hard to steal. Yeah, it's almost like stealing somebody's identity if somebody's taking a joke about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, it's okay. I've gotten over it. It's been 10 years. Who was it? I'm just joking. I'm not going to say. say. Okay. I'm um, not going to say. So he's pretty famous right now yeah, from that joke. Wow, you're in basically he's and he's earning royalties, royalties from that particular from that joke. joke. Yeah. It must kill you, like the postman is walking by and With delivering check. these checks. He's like, "Hey, honey, just delivering that check to that guy that you stole. Oof. That stole your joke from." Wow, that's awful. I'm in therapy. Yeah, I'm actually um, not. I don't know why I just said that. Uh, why not? I have been for many years. Same. I'm taking a little in bit of out. a break. In and taking out. a little bit of a break. I I, I usually go to therapy for anxiety around finances. The problem is it costs money to go to therapy, so it's that constant pull and tug. Like on the one hand, I want to treat my issue, but the other hand, it brings up more anxiety because I have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Everything is out of pocket these days. Correct. Was right. that a joke? No, Oh, I real. thought you were, everything I thought is there really, was going to be a punch after no, that. No, there's no okay. punch. Everything is really out of pocket. Yeah, so everything is a, out of pocket. No no therapist will ever take, uh, no good, if a therapist will take insurance, I'll never want to see that person. Like, <laughs> what? Are you just so desperate to deal with the insurance companies? 
But so that's by why the way, you're not wrong. I know you're not wrong. The therapists that I've seen that were that took insurance, they, I almost landed like a lawsuit with them. Like yeah, it was very went, bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. People basically fail college, and they don't end up getting a degree, and then that's that's the people who accept insurance for therapy. So why do they? But they know that we think that. So no, they they know. don't know that yet. I mean, maybe if they're listening. Like, like they don't realize how insightful this podcast is and yeah. people are give the goods. If anybody here. here is seeing a therapist that takes your insurance, please let us know how your mental health growth is going. What it's is probably that? not going anywhere. Got it's it. probably going downhill. My guess is if you go to somebody who takes insurance, they're probably talking to you about their problems. <laughs> like you sit down like, can I start now? And they just unload on you. It's kind of what happened. I one time had this, I was at a therapist first time, and by the way, probably somebody took insurance. Yeah. As I'm telling her, pouring out my soul, she yawns. Oh, mine fell asleep. What? Fell asleep. Well, maybe because it was like... Seven o'clock at night. Traumatic? No, she just fell asleep. I'm like, did you just... It was a long day. Sorry, I interrupted you. So she she yawned, and you thought that it was a reflection of your... She's like, and, and I think it was deliberately loud. She's like... like, But like, I mean, I, I was like pouring out... My innards, literally spreading them. Did you all ever out. go back? No, that I was would it. Never also, go back. this person required me to take off my shoes. No. Yes, absolutely, because it's a you know it's a sanctuary. Are you joking me? No, absolutely not. That's off-putting. Yes, to it have is. to take off your shoes for yeah. therapy. Luckily, I was wearing socks. Um, you know, because oh it would have been. Oh my god! Thank you for letting me keep my shoes on today. I <laughs> yeah. forgot to mention my, that my I am wearing my shoes in case anybody was wondering. So, because you think differently. Yeah. How do, how what is your regimen for staying sane? Cuz you oh my you God. appear to be semi-sane. I wouldn't say 100%, yeah, okay. but you, you seem nice. to be I'll take some somewhat I... like you have it together. I do a lot of things. Yeah. A lot. It's like it's almost it's not embarrassing cuz it helps, but like it's like a long list of things that I do. To, to You're saying like a podcast series, not a yeah, single. Yeah, I mean, I can do an episode on it. I have because I had an I had a podcast called Hi, my name is. Okay. It, 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 we have a season one out. It's very good. It's okay. on Spotify and Apple. Okay. But um, we stopped at end season one. But um, I have a, like a very intense. That's, by the way, usually really good podcasts do that. They just do one season and then <laughs> they go away because people are like, we can never beat this. We've reached the pinnacle. We reached the peak. We peaked. Exactly. It's very good. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. Okay. We had a lot of listeners. Okay. I'm sure more than my podcast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Triple of what you so have. So like what are the main things that you do to stay so sane? So in the I'm morning, the main thing that I do to stay sane is I don't look at my phone until I've connected with God in a very meaningful way. Wow. And that Smart. includes journaling, reading, praying, and meditating. All four. Well, I do look at my phone to meditate because I use an app that tracks app that tracks the date, just okay. the day count. It's just silent. It's not guided, but I need the accountability. So I, I track, I like, I will go on like WhatsApp before I meditate, but I do not, will not go on Instagram before. Okay. Do you think... Um, that has changed my life. Wow. Well, so basically doing those important things before, before I start my day. Okay. It's, it sounds like not a big deal, but like it is. It's life-changing. I have an alarm clock. My alarm clock wakes me up. My phone is in another room. It's not like a temptation like, oh, I want to touch it. It's not even... What is near. an alarm clock? Okay, so for anybody listening under the age of 30, that is a very good question. Okay, it plugs that? into the wall. It's like this little device that you set it the night before to what time you want it to wake you up. 
Wow. And then when you can hit like a button to snooze it, but it's an actual snooze button, not like a phone. And it has also, mine is also a and white. The, and the battery doesn't run out because no, it's, plugged it's plugged into a in. Wall. It's plugged has in. Has that ever happened to you, by the way? You're trying to no. wake up from a phone and, and your battery No, I've, I haven't been using my phone in many years. Wow. I'm a very, very healthy person. Yeah. And humble and modest. At the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and shy. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. No. By the way, there's not a lot of, you know, Jewish community, people in the community, comedians. There's not There's not many female. Oh, female, no. Male, yes. It's like one out of a hundred? I know one other from, like, from the from community Jewish comedian. Like Olga Namer. Okay. She's hilarious. She's from the Sephardic community. Okay. Where That's does it. she live and where does she She lives perform? in New York and she performs all over New York. Have you ever done shows with her? Yeah, of course. Who's funnier, you or her? Wow. Next okay, question, next please. Question. Okay. okay, we're going to go. We're both um, the who funniest. Are some of your, who are some of your favorite comics, if you have, or maybe you don't have any inspiration from comedians? Um, alive, dead? Both. Even guys who are like kind of on the way out, like on, on, right now, on bed rest. Right now, someone who I think is extremely smart and funny, and I look up to them, is Andrew Schultz. Okay. Have you heard of him? I don't think so. Oh, he's very funny. Okay. Before the pandemic, I think he had like... I don't know, maybe 30,000 followers. He's at like 3 million right now. That means he's funny. He's he's touring the world with in theaters. He's extremely, extremely talented. His crowd work is impeccable, but his joke writing is also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How does what does your creative process look like? Like how do you how do you get inspiration? How do you record kind of your ideas and thoughts? That's a very good question. I'm I'm nearing the bottom <laughs> of my list. Okay, okay, um, okay. So, I I'm not a typical comedian. I don't have a notebook not with a, all my you jokes. You're not a typical comedian. No, no, no. I'm not a typical comedian. Um, I, If something makes me laugh, I try to find a way to say it on stage. That's basically it. I don't have a, a notebook where I write out jokes and then I switch it around. I think I did that in the beginning, like maybe the first five years. But now I just have like a spreadsheet of – like a Google spreadsheet of – a list of all my jokes, like one word to remind me of what they are. Yeah, that's And then I just question. keep adding to it. So I don't have notes when I'm on stage. Like, I just like will look over my list of like, I don't know how many lists of jokes and then I'll have a conversation with the audience and see what comes up naturally and like what I can pull from my brain that fits Your in. My reservoir. Rep, rep, repertoire? Repertoire, reservoir. Yeah, it used to be the first five years I would get on stage, I would know exactly what I was going to say exactly what tone and there was no room for interaction at all because I wasn't I wasn't what's the word um gelling melding I didn't know how to just be in the moment so I was like let me send my jokes and then get off I was so scared of the audience and now it's like I welcome I'm like excited make that transition a couple of my friends gave me notes they were like "Mm, it's a little like uncomfortable watching you (laughs) because because like we don't see you on stage. We see you acting, telling jokes. It, we can hear that you're telling jokes. What if you just had a conversation with us? So it's like a whole new way of being on stage. I used to think like, oh, I am going to tell my jokes. And now I get up there. I'm like, hey, how's everybody doing? Like, how are you? Like, and then I can like start to tell them about me, but not like, let me tell you my jokes. It's like a tone. I can't explain. No, it. no, but I, I, it does make sense. I know when from the few, I have, I've done a little stand up. Yeah, you have. Much. Oh, by the uh, way, little plug, we are doing another one on February twenty fifth. 
in Hollywood. Shmuley will be on the show. His face will be on the flyer, so that will encourage you to buy a ticket. By the way, I've backed out with a, a name on a with my face on a flyer. I mean, I don't want to brag, but and, you're and not I, backing I, out. I, this one, I'm not going to. You're do not it. backing out. Uh, Mikey Greenblatt from, of Jewish Vibes on Instagram is flying in from New York, well, so well, you're well. not backing out. Um, by the way, we also talked about, just so you know, now that we're having a private public conversation about doing our own mm. other comedy show. Yeah, but the Hani and Shmuley show comedy festival. Festival. Well, it's only one show, but we can call it a festival. Festival. Call no, it a festival. There's no police that's going to come right. and say, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to host that, we're looking for a venue for the Hani and Shmuley. A, a mini, a minivan. Um, it could be somebody's office. Anything. Um, we don't care. Everybody has a basket on their bike that the two of us can sit in. Together. <laughs> or like a bike, you know, not for sneeze reasons, but not for sneeze. If it has a basket in the front and a basket in the back, and they could just ride around. And we around. each have a mic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, so last time, the first time I met I met you, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to offer you to go to 7-Eleven, my favorite coffee oh. establishment, and get you a coffee. But you said you don't drink coffee or caffeine. Correct. How do you survive? Are you joking? No. I, and by the way, I'm asking not just on behalf of myself, for the rest of the United States and people <laughs> listening to this. What is your secret? I find that caffeine makes me so anxious. It makes my heart race. I used to be addicted to it. I would drink it two cups a day for five, six, seven, eight years. Two cups a day? Like, like you're like, whoa, two full. Were they full cups, full by the cups. way? Full cups, yeah, yeah. Eight ounce styrofoam They were cups. styrofoam, like from like the, the bodegas. Those are small, small coffee And cups. then I started to get ready one year for Yom Kippur to fast. So I like cut back the week before. This is the, be- the best story of my whole life. It's Sunday. I think Yom Kippur was on a Shabbos. And I was like, I'm going to start cutting back on this coffee because I don't want to get like a major migraine on Yom Kippur. I know. I know the whole, I know the spiel. So I start cutting back. I cut back. And then by Shabbos, I'm down to zero. I'm fine. I don't have a headache. It turns out I didn't end up fasting that year because something came up in my life, but I didn't have a coffee. And then I just never had a coffee. That was it? That was 2012. No coffee since 2012. No, sir. So what do you do when you're tired? Like, what's the solution? For me, it's like, oh, I'll just have a coffee. Oh, I when, uh, I, I take a nap. You just carry a pillow around with you? <laughs> an instant nap? Like, there's instant coffee. There's no instant nap. Like, in 20 seconds, I can solve all my I don't. I don't rely on instant gratification for anything. Wow, except for Instagram. Instagram gives me a lot of it. Those hits, those likes, those those, those sharing serotonin, of the reels. Yeah, uh, that's where I get my real serotonin. No, I um I wake up in the morning and I do all that eleventh step. Uh, you know, like the prayer, meditation, journaling, and then I usually work out. Okay, natural endorphin release. Mm-hmm. I like a know. life coach. In I, addition to a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drink water. Okay. I try to drink a lot of water. Okay. Well, it keeps you up because you're running in back and forth to use <laughs> From the, the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a you trick. got the cardio going what at the same time. What else do I do? Um, I don't know. I just, when you don't have it as an, and it's not like I'm trying to not drink it. I have no desire for it. I don't even want it. I don't even want to drink soda with caffeine in it. How did you realize that it was making you more anxious? Were you just less anxious when you stopped? Yeah. Well, I'm always anxious, but exactly. I just, I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, I know why. I went to the movies. And I had a, a Coke. <laughs> Have you ever had a Coke from the movie theater? The, those massive yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. little hot tubs? My crash from board. that Coke was, I way, was suicidal. Just, like it was let's talk, bad. Let's, let's, be, let's talk tachas. 
what type of Coke are we talking about? The liquid form, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Coke, okay. The, the, like a like a drink. Okay, the drink Coke. But I drank the whole thing during the movie, and then after the movie, I tanked, and I turned into a zombie slash animal. My partner at the time was like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. And they were like, I think you drank too much soda. Like, I turned into an ins- Was that while this all... While this was happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you were weaning yourself off of No, it was like around the same time. I was like, oh my God, I can't drink caffeine. So then I just. jittery? Yeah, yeah, very jittery. But also the tank after, the, it's the crash after the high that like really messed with me. I know. When I crash, I just have more coffee. No, no, no. Zelobishvili. I can't do that. Okay, for my yeah. Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Don't tell them. No, I'm Make not them pay $100. Say what I said, but she said something in Hebrew, and let me tell you something. It was very seductive <laughs> and uh, inappropriate. And you can subscribe to my Patreon channel. By Wait, way, do we split the Patreon if it's 100 bucks? Because I should get 50 okay. Just for this show, you plugged it, you can do it. Fine. Um, Thank God. So another question. Yes. Just because I'm trying to, people have told me in Shul, one person told me, I remind them of Joe Rogan, but he's oh. a friend of mine. So my question Joe Rogan's is, a friend of yours? No. <laughs> I told the guy who's a friend of mine, I know, told me I'm that I remote him. So um, do you have any psychedelic experiences? Because that's a Joe Rogan type question. Oh, I do not, sir. What? I'm sober. I'm okay. a re- I don't do anything mind altering. I know, I know, I know. But because but of recovery, maybe you had a chance oh, to live and experience so things no, before. So no, I was um, someone who was just an alcoholic. I okay. drank a lot. I didn't do any psychedelics. Okay. I smoked a lot of weed, but I didn't have any. I mean, the only experience I had was that I smoked so much weed, I I couldn't walk, and I like crawled across Eastern Park. Like it was bad. Okay, wow. I'd love to know like who you got that weed from because it sounds like great, great weed. I didn't discover, by the way, cannabis until in my 30s. Yeah, no, no, no. I started it in my, like, 18, 19. Okay. I stopped at 25. Good for you. Nice little little run there. Um, (laughs) In general, how is it uh, being in South Florida versus New York? And by the way, we can can take, like, another couple more minutes and we can wrap this up. I see you're kind of, I know you're on a flex, you know, you're not so flexible anymore. You say you have a whole schedule going on here. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. I am a diehard New Yorker, even though I'm from L.A. Okay. And in a million years, I never thought I could be this happy here. In Florida? Yeah. You know how many people say that today? I love it here. I If if you said to me, Khani, you could never go back to New York, I'd be like, that's fine. If you're under state arrest, they're like, you fine. can never leave the state. Fine. No problem at Don't all. care. Wow. I love it here. What do you love? The sun. Okay. The beach. And the California doesn't have no, it's, it's too cold. No, it's too cold. It's just like there's something about the energy here. It's just like... We're all just getting old together. I don't know. Like, even though I'm not retired, like, there's something very relaxed here that I just haven't been experiencing in New York. And you didn't have that relaxed feeling in New York? No. Relaxed? I'm just joking. It's not a relaxing New place. York is... Just a- thinking about <coughs> it makes my heart race. I know. I have to go back in April, like, to, I think, maybe, before Pesach. And I'm like, what if I can just go from here to L.A. for Pesach? Have you been to the, any restaurants down here? Yeah. What's your None that restaurant? I would want to promote. Okay. They weren't that good. You're saying the food situation. The food. And I'm not here for the food. Okay. You're just here for I'm the here people. I'm here for the vibes. The vibes. The beach. I'm the meeting weather. a lot of nice people. Okay. People here are nice. Yeah. Your wife is great. I knew thank her you, from before. You. Yeah. She you was did one of the good. people who also said, Yeah. We should do you. something together. Yeah. Um, so, God willing. Other than co- comedy, you have any other uh, hobbies? Hobbies? Do you crochet? I do crochet. You serious? No. Okay, I want a yarmulke if you do. No, 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 no. That would be hilarious. I'm, I've been doing one the whole time under the table. Yeah. Um, I, hobbies? I'm a motivational speaker. Okay, cool. I love doing that. Okay. I can make you cry and laugh within the same 30 minutes. Is it, by the way, do you employ comedy for that? What do you mean? Like the motivation aspect. Are you, I'm sure you incorporate no, comedy. No, the motivation, 
Yeah, I incorporate comedy into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like prepared jokes. It's more just like I'm funny, so like it comes out. Um, uh, hobbies. I love singing, Jewish music. Okay. I love swimming. I swim pretty before. often. Okay. Yep. YMCA. We YMCA. About that. Yep, yep. I taught myself how to swim this summer. So that's new. Wow. I didn't know how to swim. I didn't know how to go into the beach. Like, I can swim the waves now. It's a good skill set to have. I never could go into the beach. Wow. When I go in the beach now, I'm like, this is a spiritual moment because I'm 42 and I'm just now experiencing this for the first time. It's very beautiful. Water. In the beach. Okay. You're saying yeah, yeah, it's okay. Just water. Yeah, been but it's like water. I have water. been drinking water. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I have like one. More one question. more question. Maybe one more. Make question. it good. Okay. Um, if you can, and and again, you you're free to to skip this one. What was your worst stand-up experience? Oh, definitely. I have that ready at the top. Okay. Okay. It was my second show ever. So this is 2009. I had invited a lot of friends because it was like post my graduation show so I was like which graduation the way? comedy graduation no but you did a couple of them you told me that before no this was the first school the first Manhattan Comedy School okay okay it's the first one and I was on a high from it because I did so well so I invite another 30 people to the show I'm ready I'm ready I'm fully ready and then right before I'm about to go on they're like oh oh Jim Gaffigan just showed up he's gonna go on right before you and I was like, you can't do that to me. You know this is my second time going on stage because I'm part of your school. I am not a seasoned, that's the word I was looking for. I'm not a seasoned comic. I don't know how to take his energy. And I'm, I started crying. They're like, you have to go on after him. Yeah. I bombed so hard. And that's when I stopped doing comedy after that. For how long? A couple years. Just from that one experience? Yeah, it was so bad. Wow, that's dramatic. I, I, I came out on stage, and I, I, I couldn't even talk. I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't done comedy. If I went on after Jim Gaffigan today, it would be a completely different experience because I would be like, oh, my God, you know how much I had to pay for Jim Gaffigan to open for me? I would be able to turn it into a joke. I couldn't do that. Sure. Um, so thank you very, very much for coming. Um, to do this podcast yeah my me. pleasure I, I look forward to to more collaborations yes and where can people so, find you online oh that's a good question they can find me on my instagram which i'm almost at 10k but hopefully after this podcast we will be at 10k Khani lisbon c-h-a-n-i c-h-a-n-i lisbon l-i-s-b-o-n the city i hope to one day go to okay i mean you've never been there no but also my website also, is khanilisbon.com also can imagine you perform live there it's like live Honey Lisbon from Lisbon. Yeah, that would be Big sick. Killer. I know. That okay. would be sick. Any other parting uh, things you want to share with the world? Yeah, they should get tickets to February 25th. Great. It's in Florida. so It's in it's in Hollywood. 25th or 24th? 25th. Okay. I have a different show on the 24th. Look at you. In Bell Harbor. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. But this one, it'll be in Florida. Okay. In Miami. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you.